<laughs> Good morning, everyone. This is Peter Lamong here, uh, bringing you wisdom with friends. And I would like to introduce one of my friends here, uh, Ray. And he's right now, he, he started a new, very, very beautiful fitness um, uh, tribe that he calls it. Um, I would Tribal like to, Elevated Fitness. There you go. I would like for him to extend that a little bit in a few minutes. But for now, like, I just want to, um, we have Abdi here too, and hello, hello. this is going to be a really good episode, and I'm feeling really, really good about it, because this guy, this guy is a genius, like, he's one of the best people you can have in your, in your life, and like, I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you. Uh, Ray, please, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Pete. This is like, short notice, but I fucking love it. Hell yeah. It's sick. Good, good. Am I allowed to cuss on this? Ah, yeah. Just, I'll, we're, I'll we're being, it. We're being real. Yeah, we're being real, yeah. Like, I feel like you need a cuss if you're trying to... Yeah, you need, you need that passion and ambition here. But Please tell me more about your, um, your fitness, what's going on right now, and like, we can go on and... Okay. So, my, my, my company um, is more or less, I'm trying to start a movement, and this movement is uh, basically taking fitness, going from the indoors to the outdoors, because I truly think that when you are outdoors, you are in your most natural uh, sense. And, you know, um, you are in your most primal being, primal self. And so that's why I get the word, or sorry, the, the name, the title, Tribal Elevated Fitness. Um, because I, you know, I, this is how I elevate myself. This is how I, what we like to say at Tribal Elevated Fitness, or for short, TEF, we like to say elevate above the BS, right? Ooh. And so that this is how we elevate above the BS. We find people who are like-minded in terms of what we like to do uh, to exercise, whether you're, whether you're a runner, a weightlifter, um, a biker, a cyclist, a mountain climber, whatever. And our mission is to get you to get to the outdoors with your tribe, with the people that you find like-minded and just experience the vibes. Find the tribe, experience the vibes. That's wow. that's all I'm really trying to start. And because, you know, nowadays college students are so filled with anxiety and and just just overall negative energy. And I think it's because we're straying away from the outdoors. And humanity was born in the outdoors. We're, we weren't meant to sit in artificial lighting for for hours hours on end. It's just not natural. So that's, uh, you know, coming from the places that I've been in, um, in my head, I think that what I have to offer is honestly, you know, something that is worthy of consideration. So. Wow. Thank you so much for that. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Share your quote now. Share my, uh, okay. Share the, the first. So um, I am, for you, for those of you who don't know who Jordan B. Peterson is, he is one of my favorite psychologists. Um, he is from the University of Toronto, and he also taught at Harvard. He is a uh, he taught he teaches psychology, and he has this book called Twelve Rules for Life, and I highly, highly suggest it. I'm not getting paid for, you know, advocating him. I honestly think that he is, should be one of your guys's second father figure, because on I that's that's how on that's how like deeply rooted I am in his philosophy and him as a person. I think he has a lot of integrity. Um, so 12 rules for life. Right now I'm on the, let me just take a look at the, 
um, table of contents. Okay, so I'm on rule three. There's 12 rules, so I'm on rule three. And it says, uh, or sorry, rule four. And it says, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to someone who, not to who someone else is today. That is rule four. And uh, basically, you know, a, lo a large point is, or a large uh, topic or theme in this chapter is, you know, getting from point A to point B and comparison between you and other people and you and yourself. So I'm just going to read, um, I'm just going to read one of the, I think, pinnacle, you know, one of the best paragraphs there is in this, in this uh, book so far. Um, so without further ado, it's gonna, it's gonna take a couple minutes, but I just wanna read it just cause I think it's super important. Yeah. So, um, our eyes are always pointing at things we are interested in approaching or investigating or looking for or having. We must see, but to see, we must aim. So we are always aiming. Our minds are built on the hunting and gathering platforms of our bodies. To hunt is to specify a target, track it, and throw at it. To gather is to specify and to grasp. We fling stones and spears and boomerangs. We toss balls through hoops and hit pucks into nets and curl carved granite rocks down the ice on a, onto horizontal bullseyes. We launch projectiles at targets with bows, guns, rifles, and rockets. We hurl insults, launch plans, and pitch ideas. We succeed when we score a goal or hit a target. We fail or sin when we do not, as the word sin means to miss the mark. We cannot navigate without something to aim at and, at and while we are in this world, we must always navigate. We are always simultaneously at point A, which is less desirable than it could be, moving towards point B, which we deem better in accordance with our explicit and implicit views. We always encounter the world in a state of insufficiency and seek its correction. We can imagine new ways that things could be set right and improved, even if we have everything we thought we needed. Even when satisfied temporarily, we remain curious. And this is a part that I highlighted. We live within the framework that defines the present as eternally lacking and the future as eternally better. If we did not see things this way, we would not act at all. We wouldn't even be able to see because to see we must focus and to focus we must pick one thing above all else on which to focus. But we can see. We can even see things that aren't there. We can envision new ways that things could be better. We can construct new hypothetical worlds where problems we weren't even aware of can now show themselves and be addressed. The advantages of this are obvious. We can change the world so that intolerable states, so that the intolerable state of the present can be rectified in the future. Another part that I highlighted is the disadvantage to all this foresight and creativity is chronic unease and discomfort because we always contrast with we always contrast what is with what could be we have to aim at what could be but we can aim too high or too low or too chaotically so we fail and live in disappointment even when we appear to others as be as to be living well how can we benefit from our imaginativeness our ability to approve the future without continually denigrating our current insufficiently successful and worthless lives. The first steps perhaps is to take stock. Who are you? 
When you buy a house and prepare to live in it, you hire an inspector to list all the faults as it is in reality now, not as what you wish it could be. You'll even pay him for the bad news you need to know. You need to discover the home's hidden flaws. You need to know whether there are cosmetic imperfections or structural inadequacies. You need to know because you can't fix something if you don't know what's broken. And you're broken. You need an inspector, the internal critic. It could play that role if you could get it on track. If you and it could, if you and it could cooperate, that is. It could help you take stock, but you must walk through your psychological house with it and listen judiciously to what it says. Maybe you're a handyman's dream, a real fixer-upper. How can you start your renovations without being demoralized, even crushed by your internal critic's lengthy and painful report of your inadequacies? Here's a hint. The future is like the past, but there is a crucial difference. The past is fixed, but the future, it could be better. It could be better in some precise amount, the amount that could be achieved perhaps in a day with some minimal engagement. The present is eternally flawed, but where you start might not be as important as the direction you are heading. And then here's something just super profound. Perhaps happiness is always to be found in the journey uphill and not in the fleeting sense of satisfaction awaiting at the next peak. Much of happiness is hope, no matter how deep the underworld in which that hope was conceived. So that was, that was like some just really heavy, heavy shit that I wrote, that I read. And I was like, wow, I need to, I need to write that down or I just need to, you know, memorize that, you know. It's, 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 an, uh, it's recorded now. And one, yeah. <clears throat> one thing beautiful about this right now is like, uh, we're not here to try like, to, to try to force you to how you should live your life, but we're just here to put the message out and see if you see the light through that, <laughs> you're blessed. I'm serious. Like that yeah. could, that could take you so far in life. And this is, this is for us. And um, we're doing it for those that are just like us out there. Yeah. That could see this, and uh, that was the most beautiful thing ever. Thank, you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for that. No problem, Pete. You know, I just wanted to, you know, one of my one of my life missions. Well, my my mission in life is to help people get to their first place, whatever they define as first place. You know, <laughs> being I think you know being if you identify as an alpha male. Which it, which it's you know it's it's perfectly fine if you don't identify as an alpha male, but if you w- truly want to to be of impact to p- a person's life, you need to not only look out for yourself but look out for others, you know, because we're we're social beings and um, we can't thrive in this chaotic world without each other. You know, you have to be able to convey ideas towards each other so that both of you can grow. And so, you know, that is my mission in life is to um, not be the not be in first place, but be the first one to get others get to their first place. That's so beautiful. <laughs> you can see that just that just gave me goosebumps, man. Like yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hey, um, Abby, would you like to add in to anything? That that was really that was really good. I like what he uh, said in that in that page. Like some of the things he mentioned are some of the things you see in life. 
and yeah. like you experience in life. And he said about when you buy a house, you hire someone to tell you what the fuck is wrong with your house. Yeah. And like, that's not right. Like, in life, when you know something's wrong with you, you should like admit to yourself and be like, all right, man, this is fucked up. I don't like what I'm doing. Like, you should you should just mm. admit it and fix it. It's not bad. People, there's there's no one that's perfect. Right. So, and everybody has like those you know those bad flaws and those mm. good flaws and a true a true person would admit their bad flaws and become the inspector of their own you know you know demoralized house in, exactly. within their head yeah kind of play two roles at the same time you know play the the critic and also play the person who has allowed the critic into their head and to tell them what's wrong with it you know exactly yeah it's which is such a concept yeah you know you definitely have to, and uh, you know, you have to you have to be able to negotiate with yourself. Mm-hmm. You you have to be able to step out, and um, step out of your own head and and just adapt this uh, a sense of just like okay, you know, yeah, like who am I? And like have have the critic come in and and tell you exactly who you are, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to be uh, you know objective about it and not subjective. Nobody knows you best than yourself. That's true, and that's what makes you know life super confusing, you know. Because like, what if that critic is really, you know, what if you think that he is such an unbiased person when in fact he is the most biased person? You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, there's some people like. Sometimes I feel like, like I, I'm doing things, and I don't see it, but then my friend or my brother sees it and says, "Hey, yo, you're." You're doing that, you're doing this, and I didn't yeah. notice him. Oh shit, he woke me up. Like, yeah. Fuck, I'm fucking up. I need to get my act together, you know? Yeah, that's very true. And those people are the people that love you, man. Those people that tell you that sometimes when, like, shit is bad and people tell you, hey, man, yeah, it's pretty bad. You need to fix it up. Those people care. Because other people, when they see you doing bad, they'll keep working you to do the bad. And they're like, oh, yeah, continue. Yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, and they're fucking with you, you know? They want to see you do bad. Yeah. But your true brothers, they're going to tell you, yo. You need to wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. Real shit. And I think think for me, like, I don't like to talk a lot, but I think I must start doing it. But sometimes we all suck at something. (laughs) Like, like, you can, once you're bad, you can't be just like automatically feel like your life is off. No, no. You can't be a good something at the first time you try it. Exactly. Like there's there's time. Like the world is so open for you. It is open. Like the world is yours. The world is and I'm I, and I'm telling you that right now. And all these all these all these guys that I'm here with, like they're the guys that just kiss me going all the time. Just like they they say the things that they they're speaking is just like it's very touchy and like it makes sense. Hey man, we all need each other. Yeah. That's very true. Everybody get that book that Ray was just reading. Yeah. Rules of Life. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, to, guys, I really, I really thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for sharing on this episode. No problem. It's yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, this is uh, Everyday Wisdom with Friends. And, man, I'm so lucky for today. It's been I'm perfect. I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed. But thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, man. Peace, everyone.